During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kinda Funny, the first ever episode 194 of the Kinda Funny Games cast. <gasps> I started as uh, Games Daily and I had to work The only reason that I messed up was we just had a thrilling pre-show that you can get by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, for $1, you could have been watching live with us, but for a couple more dollars, you can get the, the video uh, with the pre and post show attached or um, yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff on Patreon that's pretty cool. But that conversation, 27 mil minutes of thrilling conversation yeah, of Greg Miller's nine-year-old YouTube comments that we found. Yeah. Yep. Pretty yeah, interesting stuff. Pretty beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to be out there and ask the hard-hitting questions on Avril Levine videos, and it will be. It will Thank be you, you, Kevin. It will be Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Just trying to start the conversations. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone else is scared to do it. the change you want to see in the YouTube comments. Mm -hmm. I don't need No, you guys are stupid. Avril Levine music not good. Let's talk about the content. Let's, talk, right. about Let's content, talk about the man. real content. Why is she being so mean to this man? What did yeah. he do? Ugh. Spin me a yarn. I don't care. Everybody go to the what the hell music video from Avril Lavigne Vivo, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Fucking tell me what happened. Yeah. Tell me what happened, man. Let's get to the bottom of this. This is the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week we get together to talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Jared Petty. Over there we got one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. And goddamn, back on the boards, we have Kevin Coelho. <laughs> Please go on Capcam. Please. Yeah. Who has this freaking bag of red hot Cheetos, and he's just, he looked at me, him. made eye contact, him enjoy and just him. licked each one of his fingers. So you know, no, I you, didn't have to do it that way. I, no, I know I, that. But I was like, oh, I'm going to give him something special to start the show off today with. You have rarely been more gremlin-like than you were in that moment. <laughs> Jared, Jared, I'd like to apologize. I didn't mean for you to have to see that. Yeah, it was amazing. But it's collateral damage, man. Okay. I, I feel like I was caught within the blast. Wave. I like that Kevin goes out of his way to turn on the Kevcam and then also out of his way to lean out of the frame of the Kevcam. <laughs> no, nah, man, because that's the magic that Patreon producer Travis Barrett wants to see. Travis He's been Barrett. supporting the show for a long time now. Thank you very much for that. You too can support the show by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, getting all the cool stuff I told you about earlier. It's worth it. It's worth not what, to mention Greg? it's worth a dollar. Thank you. But right now, if you were to do that and go help us on Patreon, right? Mm -hmm. You get all the benefits for the month. You get a whole month. A I understand. Month, at the dude. end of a month, you hear, oh, man, if I give a dollar, I get to watch. You're like, man, uh, $1 for a whole bunch of content I'm getting for only half the month, not a good deal. You do it right now. You get the whole month of November. You get the you whole go. month. You get now the party modes the early. You get to watch Gamescast early. Think yeah. of all the AMAs we've done mm -hmm. for Gamescast that you, you could now have access to. Those have been pretty good, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Recently. I, I appreciated not the last one was good. The one before that where we got drunk and put up our feet and we're just like <laughs> ranting for hours. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was real good. Real good so content, guys. It was. That's what we it do. We over deliver. Over deliver. Under promise with kinda. Over deliver with 
shenanigans. Not the funny. I thought you were gonna go with funny there. No, not funny. That would have been way better. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was starting. To, I was gonna start the shenanigans. <laughs> it's our new brand. <laughs> I'm spinning off. Start my own Patreon. Everybody, who's with me? Kind of kind twitch.tv slash kind of shenanigans. Shenanigans too wrong. hard to spell. Great. Yeah. yeah. You've been playing a game that a lot of people have been asking about. A lot of people want to know what your opinions sure. are on it. Sure. I don't think that you've given your opinions anyway. I have not. I've stayed away from it, Timothy. Yeah, we do. We, this, this is the show. opinion show. This so everybody show. at home, crack open a case of Greg opinion. All right. And that game is Nintendogs. No, nope. oh, man, I've been waiting. Right. Oh man, that game is Fallout seventy six B E T A. Right. Break it before entry or whatever Break the fuck it, it's called. It, pull yeah. it. Well, I forget what they call it. Yeah. They're beta. They're Fallout mm-hmm. beta. Yes. Right. I of course your progress carries over. To which I said. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Let's, sold me. let's get it. So, but I did though. Of course, I wanted my trophy. So I, I was waiting for the PlayStation version. Mm-hmm. This week they finally popped the PlayStation beta. Yeah. However, this is a dumb move. I should have just played it on Xbox to have more time with it to have more to say about it. Mm. Here's what I'll tell you right now, which I find the most salient point about the Fallout 76 beta, gentlemen. I don't know how I feel about it, Uh-oh. but I want more of it. Okay, then good. Okay. Good. And I don't know if it's because I want more of it because I need to just see what's going on, really. Mm-hmm. But like. If you're not paying attention, Fallout isn't your thing. I totally understand. Um, what they're doing with this beta is that it's not just on all the time. It's on in very specific windows. So for me, waiting for PlayStation uh, to get there, because I thought I'd carry my character over, I should have paid more attention and thought this through. Because what happened was, Tuesday we finished the Game Over Greggy show. The beta had already started. I went out there and put in two hours, right? And then, yeah. and then the next beta session started, like, today. So today I, I jumped in right before recording, did, like, another 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. My thought, the way I play Fallout, of course, is I love this narrative. I love the world they're creating. I want to get lost. I want to explore everything. The way I've been playing Fallout 76, the beta is, oh, fuck, I can see. It's like fucking Majora's Mask. I know the moon's about to smash into the surface. I was like, show me everything. See everything. What's happening? And I'm just (laughs) running around like a moron, like, you know, not paying attention, not listening and stuff, especially on Tuesday where I was trying to get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a weird one of from the announcement. At E3, hey, this is what it is. You have a lot of questions. I'm Todd Howard. I'm going to explain all these things to you. It went from, all right, cool, multiplayer Fallout. I don't know, but it's more Fallout. Then I watched the E3 presentation. like, ooh, that doesn't look like my Fallout. To then hearing more people talk about it, the previews happening, uh, doing the Best Buy Fallout party where I was actually talking to Fallout fans who had already been doing the beta, who were already uh, Mm -hmm. hyped on it. I was like, okay, I want to play the beta and I want to get into it. I, I feel like as I play it, there's mechanics involved and things happening that I don't understand yet all the way through, okay. right? Like, even the card packs of how they're doing perks this time around and your special yeah. and all that jazz. It's like, cool, I'm, I'm so early and I'm unlocking them. I'm just applying them and going off and doing it. I'm not seeing the normal progression. Okay. I'm not feeling the usual satisfaction of a Fallout, like, level and a ding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, all right, it's time to go. I'm excited about doing this. But it's because I'm playing it so awkwardly, right? Okay. Where it's like, what I appreciate it, and I assume it'll be like this in the game, is that you got out of the vault real quick. Like, this isn't yeah. your traditional Fallout where you spend a ton of time in the vault to then get out so they can teach you. They're assuming you know Fallout to some extent. so at least Not in, squashing rad roaches in the vault, not right. finding a pistol. Yeah, right. It's very on. much okay. like you wake up hungover, everybody's already left to get your shit and get out. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, cool. And then you get out there, and it's so bizarre to get out there and see other vault dwellers running around in their jumpsuits. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, like that, it's that like I'm not a I'm, I'm not a multiplayer dude. So it's mm-hmm. or, you know, and I so many people then point out the seven games in the last year and half yeah. that I've loved that are multiplayer. But it it's I'm still running around being 
by myself with it. But then that first night, the two hours, I don't know if you, oh, you, you, my, you were in the other room talking to people. Yeah. But like at one point, I, my, I pulled my entire drawer out of my desk and oh, it slammed it on the ground or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's because I was looking for a mic because randomly while I was running yeah. around the world, a dude ran up to me. He's like, oh, oh, beyond. Holy shit, I can't believe I'm playing with Craig Miller. Ah, da, da, da. And he started telling me other things about what to do in the world. And I was like, fuck, cool. like, this is actually kind of neat. Yeah, and yeah. I couldn't find a, we didn't have a microphone to plug so in. So that poor whatever. man thinks you're a complete jerk and just no, didn't I, want to I, talk to him. I PSN messaged him. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, but it was like, huh. And it, it's that, it was like, Huh, like if we were to get a world together that is just the kind of funny best friends, right? Yeah. Like this seems like that would actually be kind of cool to actually have them and talk to them and mm-hmm. we all go do our own things, but we're there. But the world it's it's unequivocally fallout, right? Like okay. there's no it you 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 well, looked at it. Yeah, that's a question I want to ask you right off if you don't mind. Sure. I, I adore fallout. Sure, sure, sure. Um but when I was watching you play for a very brief period, what what it looked like just from the the, the sofa and, and a few yeah. minutes glance was watching somebody play Fallout 4 in first person shooter mode. Sure. Uh, and running around mostly exploratory and combat oriented. Do you not play first person when you play? How is uh, sometimes I do, but how is it? Well, I mean, always I do, really. Uh, But how is it different than that? What? What? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's this weird mashup of playing it and looking at it and running around. Like Andy came in, he's like, "Oof, I just don't like their engine." Like you know, and you know, it still looks, and that's what I mean by it's unequivocally Fallout. Like it looks like Fallout. It it plays like fallout but then it's this weird thing of going to vats and this is me in my two hours yeah going to vats and it doesn't freeze time anymore but it still highlights them and i eventually unlock the ability to like target things but i still don't fully understand how it works right and well, so that's like, why i said first person shooter mode yeah because if like, you weren't pop, using that that's it's, why it's, i wasn't talking about not playing first so it's gotcha. not like shooting I, I, uh, yeah and so that was my thing is i not awkwardly i guess but found myself in these this playing melee which I really don't play usually yeah. with Fallout. I usually am like I have my one handgun. I'll upgrade it. One rifle. I'll upgrade it, and you know, always target the head and you know, go yeah. about my business. But like, all right, cool. You know, there are the the dogs running at me, right? And I'm like hacking at them instead. Like, if I have the gun out, I'm switching away from that and running into the robots we were show- you're seeing on the event quest, right? That had gone rogue, and I shot at them, and I was like, Ugh, I just, this weapon is not. And I granted that's the whole game. Upgrade, use a workbench, make it better. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's in this weird space right now where I'm still so very in this tutorial, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Where it is like, you know, I just hit level five before this, but the things are very much like, go get water, now bring it back, now purify. Like they're teaching me these mechanics. And so, in the same way, like, you know, how I was talking to some people last night who have been playing more than me at the Halloween party, but in the same way we talk about Red Dead, and I'm just like, I don't know about this realism stuff, right? Like one of the red flags is, is you have to eat and drink in the game, and like there's those separate bars for yeah. it, like that aren't just health. And it's and somebody last night was talking about like you have to do it all the time, like it's annoying. And I was like, Ooh, okay. So today of like learning to purify water and cook a steak and do this stuff, it was like, okay, this is all right right now as I'm running around, but it's not what I want out of this game. But how much am I really going to have to do it? And as I level up, and if I invest my you know my my uh, level up points in the abilities, get away from that, you know, get more out of my food, do all these different things, will that Right, right now, I'm not annoyed by it, but again, I'm not like doing the, you know, like similar Red Dead, the six hour session I need to sit down and have. Mm. Yeah, I wonder about stuff like that because you enjoyed Monster Hunter World, which requires right. a fair amount of eating and crafting sure. and cooking and yeah, maintenance. Yeah. Can you say why you're worried this is going to rub you the wrong way on this? Well, I just, I mean, Fallout is like you're out there and you're wandering the wasteland, and I want to, I, I like it for the stories and little episodes you get out of it. So cool. if it is that I'm on a really cool storyline, like I ran into Mothman before this, and I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And he, like, he's huge and he's like way too high a level for me to deal with. But I'm like, I like that. Like I, I think the world 
for a Bethesda game is pretty. Mm-hmm. It is the same thing of like you look at it and it's got the hard edges and like yeah, when the mongrels run up to me, I'm like oof, you mm-hmm. are very polygonal. But it's like you know but you it, want that freedom to explore. Yeah, and, and well, being the, held back by the, having to eat and drink. Exactly. And all the that coolest stuff, thing about Fallout always is like, what is that? Right. You see the little uh, outline on your radar. And you're like, wait, what is that? And you get to it and you find it. I'm just I I'm not worried actively about it. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. what it's going to be like in a long play session of how much do I need to eat? How much do I need to drink? Um, the you know I'm, I'm unlocking all these different uh, quests and things to do, but they're all the same like uh, you know uh, school or diamond I guess or whatever square that's yellow. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm glancing at the like radio compass, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just have all these boxes. I'm like, why aren't these colored differently? Like what is in like I gotta go in there and like turn them off, turn them on. There's a bunch of little things that seem quality of life different than Fallout 4, but it's been a while since I played okay. Fallout 4, where I'm just like, okay, I gotta just, it's definitely a game if they're not relearn, but get back in the swing yeah. of playing that way, especially, you know, like, where X is, you know, your action button, but triangles jump, and stuff like that, I'm like, alright, I gotta go, get to a very specific part of it, but then there's the opposite, where I am, I find a, I stumble on a break, it is, turn off all the objectives, fuck it, I'm gonna wander over there, find a place, walk in, it's pitch black, hold the circle, and boom, you know, your pit boy gives off that green light yeah. and you get to explore and it's like, yeah, cool. This is Fallout. This is what I want from Fallout. And it is like making a goofy character and then uh, putting on shades or dyeing your hair or finding the new, you know, Raider armor or whatever. And then seeing other people run up to you and stuff. And I don't know. There's weird stuff of the cooking and cra- the crafting stations. Like, yeah, this is a weird choice, I feel. But, uh, but like, if somebody's using it when I run up to it, I have to wait for them to finish using it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just use it, which is like. That seems stupid. No, but then data terminals, I didn't have to. There was a woman using a data mm. terminal. I ran up on that. It popped up, and I was able to do everything. So these may be things that get fixed after the beta, like when it, the frequency of yeah. Eating, but it's the- also it's it's that. But it's also, I bet they won't be as big of a deal when we're all not in the exact same place at the exact same level. Ah, uh, because it is very much that I would I would run over there and do something and see somebody run past me, and then I would run past. I would do whatever I need to do, and then run behind them, and I'm like, oh, I'm your shadow. You're doing the same quest. You're just a step ahead of me. So like I'd get to the crafting yeah. station and they'd be there or the the cooking pot or whatever. Then they'd get up and leave and I'd take it and then move off to the next. So one. so predict my future, Greg. Sure. I adore Fallout. Yeah. And you also know that I don't typically play a lot of online games. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the greatest joys of Fallout, I, I play practically purely on PC because I love cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fallout is a better experience when you break it. Uh, what do you, how do you really break enjoy it? About. Well, Fallout allows you to cheat in about a trillion different ways. But what, especially do you, what does it mean to you? Because like mods and stuff, that's different. But yeah, I mean, well, like mods are one you're thing. Like but no, I'm talking about just the ability to drop ammo, upgrade weapons, change behavior of things around oh, you, create person. enemies, do weird stuff like that. Okay. That's part of the fun. They give me this really interesting playground, and then I further fool with it so that I'm filling arenas with robots and making them fight one another for my amusement because gotcha. I find Why it not? fun. Yeah, okay. Um, that's obviously not going to be a part of a yeah. massive online community game with this. Is there going to be enough open-ended weirdness to captivate me in this particular Fallout? It's a great question, and I definitely don't think I have the answers. My prediction would be no. Mm-hmm. My prediction is, in the same way when Fallout 4 dropped, and we were all so excited, and then we all jumped in, and remember you, I remember you, me, and Colin on mm-hmm. a Gamescast, and you asked me, like, what do they need to do? What, what's the bare minimum? you're expecting and i was like i'm expecting fallout 3 but a little bit nicer and that's yeah. what we got with fallout 4 yeah and it was like it was that thing of like well it seems like yeah that they kind of sequestered themselves and didn't pay attention to what the witcher was doing or whoever else mm-hmm. was right in a year of assassin's creed odyssey of monster hunter world of red dead redemption 2 this feels even more quaint 
Hmm. This feels even more like, all right, this is more fallout. This is definitely not pushing that from the two and a half hours. Feel like it's pushing the needle. It's 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 going like wow, this is a new cool thing that I have yeah. to be a part of. But do you think that the so because I remember like you guys from Fallout Three to Four, you were so excited for Four to come out, yeah. and even like with all those conversations, and even when you were checking your hype levels when it came, you were still disappointed. You weren't like hating on it. Yeah. You're just like ah, they ah, just did the bare it's, minimum. It's bare minimum, and I wish there was a little bit more yeah. than this. I didn't realize that actually. I don't yeah. think we have ever talked about this before. So you were a little ago. disappointed by Fallout Four. Yeah, again, so what we're talking about, all they all they did for me was meet the bare minimum. They okay. didn't like it. It was still very much Bethesda's Fallout, which is crazy to say, like, isn't that you know what I mean? But it hadn't kept up with modern. No, that's interesting. I actually really loved Fallout Four and thought it was a vast improvement over Three, which is probably a discussion. For well, I think day. it's an improvement in a lot of ways. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I just don't yeah. think it was like night and day. Holy shit! I can't believe I'm playing this. I felt like the shooting was right on its own, just a ridiculous quality of life jump right there. See, again, but this is my thing, right? Yes, I expected the shooting between Fallout Three and Fallout Four to be better. Yeah, I kind of expected it to be even better than it was. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like again, when you talk about like how first person games and shooters and stuff have yeah. progressed since that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I gave the mental Bethesda pass just from like, hey, going from Daggerfall up to Elder or Tomorrowland, the way that they iterate on games, yeah. I was probably preconditioned now, to expect a more iterative than innovative. And here's uh, something approach. that's interesting already for me with this Fallout, and especially with the hey you have a little bit limited time you have to run through it blah 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 yeah they're using audio diaries all over the place you know the the ones you pop in your pit boy Mm -hmm. right and so far really they're excellent and they're doing the thing that i love of you know the game doesn't pause because it's online so i start a tape and i start hearing the overseer's message back to i don't want to spoil stuff that is really cool and like is part two or three from what I already heard. And I was like, oh, cool. This is a neat payoff as she starts talking. Mm. But then I can also go into my menus and I'm managing stuff and I'm eating and I'm drinking and it's not stopping the tape, right? I always bitch yeah. about that being one of, my, one of my main complaints in the game of we put in all this work for these awesome audio diaries and if you try to do anything else while it's playing, it'll stop and you'll restart it and fuck it all around. <laughs> so it's like on that level, it's exciting of like, oh, cool. It'll be fun to wander around, find those environmental storytellings, find those side weird side quests that have that while I'm also managing all the little things they want me to do. And if that's and if that's the case, if I'm being entertained while I'm eating or drinking or purifying water or whatever, it's going to be all right. And I'm going to be fine with that, I think. But if it is just cooking and just I need water, I'm running around, I'm screwed. I don't know. Hmm. I, I'm fascinated because I, I, I'm not even now after playing it. I'm not. And uh, again, didn't play that much of it, which I think is a huge part. Still, I'm not like I'm gonna play this one for a hundred hours, or I'm gonna play it and immediately stop, or I'm not yeah. interested. I'm in this weird thing. Of it's still very nebulous of like I want that final game so I can just sit down and commit to it and be like, all right, I'm in or I'm out. Because even mm-hmm. you figure the for me with Fallout, it's always so much fun to make the character and right and decide what the character is going to be and how I want him or her to look and is it gonna be Taylor Swift? Is it gonna be Clark Kent? What am I gonna make? And in this one, it was like. Ah oh, fuck! I'm already late. Oh, oh nothing looks like me. All right, because I'd like my I'd like yeah. it to look like me, but I don't have time to make it look like me. So it's just like, can you change it later? Yep, you can. Okay. You can change the fly. Yeah. Cool. She's cool hair. She's a girl. All right, we're running around. Name her Babs after uh, Batgirl. Now we're just out. You know, it's, it's so now I'm just running around playing and like I love so much in these role playing games of giving that character a story and what's mm-hmm. happening. Then to me, this feels like for for all the kind of like worry that people have for Fallout 76 yeah. of being a different type of game. Um, Everything that you're saying, I feel like, benefits having real people around you, being mm-hmm. able to see the mm-hmm. character. And like, if that is such a touchstone for yep. you of what it you're, is, you're right. And what mm-hmm. Jared's talking about, about like kind of using it as a playground, I feel like having other people to either 
do build that with or see what they built mm-hmm. and just kind of walk in, into it and see it. it sounds kind of like a cool thing for fallout especially That's, with building your camps and all that stuff because i you know i did that and like there's the portable camp thing you put down and then it was all right build the floor and i didn't have enough resources but i started to it seemed like it was already functioning better than the fallout 4 building mechanic that i did not like mm-hmm. that was a turn off for me now granted i you know put down four pieces of floor in a one part of a wall and i was like all right well that worked fine mm-hmm. off okay. to the next thing so you didn't fool with any of the dlc building stuff or any of that no i never came back to that stuff okay. yeah i planned the game and bounced yeah, yeah um yeah, I don't know. It's it's really a fascinating equation of what it's going to be when November rolls around and it drops and it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm down. I want to play more. I I want to fool more with the beta if, mm-hmm. if on these days I have time to jump in and do it. But mm-hmm. I'm way more excited for the final version. Add some kind of funny best friends and then figure out how all this works and try to figure out as we go. What's the word in the street for the beta right now? Because I, I haven't really seen too many people talking about it in like I'm, industry well, I mean, side like, of things. I think the word on the street is, yeah, you just came yeah. out at a terrible time. Yeah, like to launch this thing during Red Dead's time, not that you can get away from it. Like, you yeah. know, all the oxygen snatched, snatched up. The only person I know who's tinkered with it is Andrea. Mm. And she was just like, yeah, it's more Fallout. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Fallout 4, all right. And I don't, that's either a good or a bad thing, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. For me right now, it's I'm it's an interesting thing, and I'm interested in that world and what it is. And you know, I think the colors they're using are great. It's, it's varied. I don't know anything about West Virginia, so it's cool to be exploring oh. a new town or, or new state, I should say. Um, yeah, I'm fascinated. I want to spend a lot of time with it, but I'm still not. I want to spend a lot of time with it because I'm in love with it or because yeah. I can't I, I just can't figure out how I feel about it based on this way and I'm playing it wrong I'm not playing it the way I want to play a fallout game how are the monsters I haven't seen that many like okay. Mothman was awesome right yeah. and then during the Best Buy stuff I saw a bunch of videos and vignettes and gifts they all looked cool okay. but in terms of things I've actually fought it's like robots feral ghouls who are you know, actually in outfits this time it seems more of a lot, a lot, no, rarely am I finding a naked feral ghoul. It's ah, usually I've okay. seen, I fought a fireman feral ghoul, that's okay. a policeman. Clothes haven't had time to rot away. Exactly right. It's, it's a much different mm, time period here. There we go. And that's an, like again to the, and this is such a again early thing, but the overseer's audio diaries. Like, I, I not that I forgot that, but you know she goes somewhere and has a conversation with somebody in these diaries, and it is like, oh right, like it's not that long ago. Like you said goodbye to people out here, yeah. and now you're coming back to talk to them in an interesting way. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. Fallout lore. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, excited. Next game I want to talk about. Spider-Man DLC, The Heist. And they say that a hero can save They do say that. They do say that. So you sold me on this last week. Hell yeah. Uh, Last week on Gamescast, you gave your impressions of it and all that. Cool, Greg, coming in hot. Wow. Double. Double Red Bull. Love it. You were up early. All the way. I love it. I was up early. Can you beer me? Okay, gotcha. Cool, Greg. Can you ice coffee me? Thank you, sir. You, you sold me on it. Yeah. I was going to wait uh, for the three DLCs to all come out and then just kind of play through all of them. Or if they were getting whatever reviews, maybe not. You know, it was sure. one of those things where I'm like, I, I want it to be good. And I want it to be worth my time. I'm, I traditionally haven't been the biggest fan of single player DLC. It always kind of feels undercooked. It, it feels like it's too much of a side story that's not actually adding to mm-hmm. the, the world that we fell in love with with whatever the single player game is presumably yeah. and uh everything you were saying i was like you know what this sounds like it's worth my time now and it absolutely was rad uh everything i just said about not liking single player dlcs this was not that this felt like it could have been part of the the full game but it also felt different enough that i'm happy it was its own thing i'm happy that it, it had focus um on black cat and on building this new relationship that wasn't on top of a bunch of other stuff happening cool. right 
Um, and I loved so much. I when I first played Spider Man, I felt like it was like a season of a TV show, a good season of a Spider Man TV show. And this totally felt like it's the beginning of a three episode arc uh, in in a season that like would be that that point where you're kind of getting away from the main plot to like see what else is going on and build the world. But because of of how video games differ from TV, it allows it all to kind of feel bigger i think like it, it, it totally expands the the universe that they've they've built the new york that they've built and I, without getting into spoilers i feel that they handled black cat uh better than i've seen her in almost any form wow. of of media for spider-man and and i can say the same thing about a lot of the characters that insomniac kind of reimagined uh for for their universe and sure. how they all work together and her backstory and the characters they introduce it once again makes the universe feel like it's lived in and been going on for a long time. And things that happened 20 years ago are affecting what's happening now and are going to affect what's going to happen in the future. And it's like, it just makes me think about the sequel of the game and be like, wow, like they can go in so many different directions building up on all of this. And so much of the backstory isn't required, but it makes it so much better. What I appreciate so much about it, and I touched on this, I think a little bit last week, is the idea that, they present Black Cat, and like you're saying, they present a world that's lived in and things have happened in. And when we meet Black Cat, it's not a wall of text explaining backstory. It's not a long conversation explaining backstory. It is a, hey, this is what's happening. And then you're left with a question of like, okay, what what was, did, how, and where are we in a timeline? And then the next thing with, you know, Peter talking to MJ gives you an answer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've thought this through. This isn't some weird tacked on side story. Yeah. It is like, no, there is a web no, no <laughs> here that we're actually going to talk about and we're going to, you know, address yeah. those things. And if you have a, that's an, a question, of course, I would think yeah. of, they're going to have, a, of course, you'd think of answer. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I think that the, where it fits in the timeline is a very interesting place to be. And I feel like it's ballsy of yeah. them to be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to, we're going to do what people kind of want from this, but I almost feel like it was too good to be true. Where it's like they answer questions about some about where characters are at uh, in their their new lives mm-hmm. based after the the first game that I'm like, huh, didn't expect you to address that that early. Like yeah. this is cool. This yeah. is getting my gears turning. Of like, oh, where are, where are we going with this? And I'm interested. Well, single player DLC on a AAA game has become, uh, or at least is perceived as a tremendous risk now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time that we sold DLC uh, against games just so. Oh yeah, we can monetize this, put it in, we know a certain number of people are gonna go out there and buy it. But now it's so expensive to even make these little slices that are tacked on that perhaps it's, perhaps to get it through production, you almost have to have that level of storytelling. I mean, maybe this is a case where somebody sat down and said, if we're gonna spend X million dollars adding to this, then we're just gonna have to make sure the writing's top quality, that we take some risks with it, that we get enough buzz for people to talk around it while Red Dead's going on. That, that, uh, that it becomes a 1.5, mm-hmm. right? It's a Spider-Man 1.5, because totally. that is the thing is, in a non-spoilery fashion, like based on what you're talking about, conversations you have in that game that make you go, oh man, I didn't think you'd address this that early. I bet that that's, that's not just thrown in there as like a cool wink. That's thrown in there because by episode three, there's going to be a payoff to oh, that yeah. in some way. Absolutely. And yeah. it's like, and I ha- can't remember a time where I've ended uh, a game and been like, I need to know what's happening now right? and knowing I'm going to get it next month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that, well, that, this month. And now. that's the thing <laughs> with this episodic content for them is like, it's 
episode one was so strong that I really feel it makes it must play. Like, mm-hmm. that's day one. Because now you also know what you're getting into, right? Mm-hmm. It's day one, set aside four hours that night, and you can 100% it probably. Get through the story for sure. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. did. I 100%ed it in probably, like, a little less than four. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... I don't do that. I don't 100% games like that. And, yeah. and I was going through, and once I beat it, I'm like, I'm not that far from just getting everything. And yeah. it's fun. And I guess that's... I've talked about story, and that's definitely my favorite thing about uh, the DLC. But the gameplay, I feel like they did Insomniac knocked out of the park once again um, of making things fun. They iterated on a lot of the the gameplay modes they had in mm. the Spider-Man game, but made them better. The um, God, I keep forgetting your name. Speedball. I think it's Speedball. I think Speedball uh, as a character. Um, her challenges are just a better version of the drone challenges in in Spider-Man, and I like that because there was something there. But the drone things just weren't quite great, mm-hmm. you know. And, and playing uh, the speedball stuff, I'm like, these are great. These are actually yeah. really fun. I feel like I want to replay them to get a better score. You know, like there was multiple times I did it. I'm like, oh, I got two out of three of the things. I'm like, I think I can get three though. I didn't need to, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it another shot and try. See what I did is, uh, I don't think we talked about this last time around. Is that I felt so lost for the first hour of Spider-Man in terms of the controls of like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I just played Red Dead, I just played uh, uh, Assassins, like I'm, I'm three or four action-adventure games away from Spider-Man already, so yeah. it's so hard to remember how to get back in the swing of things. God, Greg. I'm sorry, everybody. It's wow. good. That like, I didn't 100% the DLC, and I thought about it coming back the next night, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave it, and then the Monday or the Sunday before the mm-hmm. Tuesday release of the next thing, drop in, get great. That way, I can run and go. Yeah, you you were saying that that last time, and uh, so it surprised me that I was like, "Fuck, I gotta do this." And then it, I had such a good time with this game that I was like, "I'm going back to the other one. I'm going back to the first one." And like, maybe I am gonna uh, try to platinum it. And An I, extra wow. life. I've never platinum a game ever. Um, Thanks, Cool G. I never actually got a platinum. I've 100%ed games, but I never platinum a game, and. Uh, I was at like 60% or something when I looked at it. And five hours later, I was like at 80%. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. All right. It's all right, dude. I, I'm, I'm having so much fun. This is great going back and doing a lot of stuff. And damn, there's so much shit in Spider-Man that I didn't even know. Because of all, I didn't do all of the, the challenges and stuff. Uh, just, just different characters and some okay. things that happened. Um, I mean, this is not... A spoiler. This is a spoiler for the main it's, game. It's a spoiler for the main game, so which you is like a side story too. Exactly. Side it's main. like I the I didn't do that many Taskmaster Master stuff, so I didn't know he just fucking shows up out of nowhere and there's a boss fight. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's fucking cool. Hell yeah. You know, like there's so much in this game that feels worth doing, and it makes the side stuff not feel like side stuff. It makes it feel like juicy, juicy content that that's worth 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 playing. Um, but it's not all good, and I feel like I do have some mm-hmm. criticism of, of the game. First off, from just a, not all the game modes hit. Um, the bomb defusal stuff is simply not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where you're swinging around a weapon control, and everything? The remote control oh, drone. Oh, the, the Spidey drone thing. Um, where you're going through and you have to listen for the beeps and just the way that it controls. I'm just like, this isn't fun. All this bomb be defusal in this game. modes should be removed from all video games. Ninja Turtles taught us that. They and did. we should never go they back. They did. Damn. That damn level. Yeah. This, though, it's like every time I'm doing it, I'm like, all right, like, I know what I'm doing. I'm not having fun doing it. Sure. And if I'm if I'm not, why? What what's the point? This could have been a cutscene, you know. Um, That's so one of the side missions, like that reoccurs over and over again. Yeah, it's also part of the main story too. Uh, like, see that, that that's my thing is I did it like uh, I did it once in the main story, and because I was trying to get through it for review, so I did it once in the main story, and I haven't done all the side stuff. So for me, it was like, oh, this it's, it's clear, a weird, goofy thing. Whatever. It's clear they know it's bad because yeah. um, there's a whole bunch of bomb defusal. Um, 
Like there's bomb defusal is one of the like side missions that you have to do a whole bunch of different uh -huh. ones and not too many of them are the remote control car ah. like a lot of them are swinging around and like he's a remote control spider time stuff and it goes back to the kind of like it uses the same gameplay as the um doc ock like oh the okay voltage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i like stuff. Those yeah those are fine <laughs> um but the biggest problem i had with the dlc was the polish this oh. might have been the go ahead sorry no the the least uh Polished AAA game experience I've ever had. Now, what I want to throw out there is I would have mentioned this if it happened to me. You came in and talked about this. None of this happened with my Spider-Man, so I'm not sure if they patched it between when I finished it and you played it or what. From what I understand, as of recording this, the patch is still not out yet. They understand there is a problem. No, no, no. I mean, I played it before you. Did they yeah. release some other patch that fucked everything up? Because I didn't um, see any of the problems you're about to go into. Yeah, I, I, feel, know, I, I feel like I, I misled I people, of, but I didn't know. I, I don't didn't know the history this. about that, okay. but I do know there's a ton of people having the same problems as sure. me. Um, playing through the game, and again, I played about four hours of yeah. it. Every single loading screen where it would show the city, uh, and which in the original game that signifies it's changing time, like you go from day to night or whatever. Every single time messed up. Oh. So, if I was supposed to be going to night, it would just go to day. The characters would be talking about it being night, and like making references to night. Sure, it's dark today. Ex night. Okay. Pretty much. And, but it's daytime. I'm like, this seems wrong. Other loading times, you it would be the loading screen, but I, the dialogue, like the cutscene would already start, oh. but I'm just still looking at the loading screen and I just hear people talking. So when you're talking about Polish, you're talking just lots and lots of technical glitches. So many glitches. So okay. many bugs. Did they break things? Uh, so there was multiple times where it was just, it would come back from the loading screen, black screen. Ooh. And I'm like, this isn't good. But then I'd move and jump, and I hear Spider-Man doing stuff. I'm like, so the game's still going. I hit the PlayStation button. It came out. I saw the menu. I'm like, it's not the PlayStation. Yeah. Like, it's the game. So that happened to me maybe three times where I had mm -hmm. to straight up quit out. And it was never a time that I had to restart the PlayStation. It was always just the application that was okay. causing problems. And the game was so fun, and there was the story was so great that I was like, eh, whatever. Like, this sure, is Sure, but that's unacceptable. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. But it hit a point that yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Really? What? So I googled it. I'm like, oh shit, people are having problems. They say they're gonna patch it. Honestly, but a little surprised it got through cert with I, that. I, me too. I was very let down by it. Where I was just like, this is unacceptable I wonder, for a game did, at this level. I wonder they didn't say anything about the patch. In turn, did anybody in their thread or start putting together what was the common thing between all of you? Because mm -mm. yeah. I, it's just I played it on a, my PlayStation Four Pro, like you did. Uh, and yeah, I never had any of those problems, which is weird. It was it was very weird, and it was just like so many different issues, and it all came back to the loading screen. Like every wow. single time, like every time it loaded, I'm like, "There's gonna be something." And there was so many different variations of just weird shit. Wow. Um, a friend of the show, Graham Reed, I saw he was posting things too, of like cars just like flying in weird ways. <laughs> and like, like, You're making me want to play this more, not less. <laughs> it was. It was. It's very weird. It's very weird. Just but man, janky stuff like that. Weird. That all sucks. And they, they have said they're putting out a patch. So hopefully that gets figured out soon if it hasn't already. Um, but it is really disappointing to me that I had that experience, especially because I played it late. <laughs> like, granted, I guess I played it still the week it came out. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, not day of or anything. Yeah. Um, What's crazy for me is that you had all those kind of technical challenges and problems, but still came away being like, I love it. It's great. And and so that was that the speaks, thing. That speaks, I think, how I, good it is. When, when, I, when I beat it. I immediately was like, I want to tweet about this and put my opinion out there. I only talked about the story. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not trying to fucking like be yeah. negative and like just rail this down without the context of a podcast. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm good on Gamescast. Explain my and That's my what issues. Gamescast is. So that's going to context. 
that is going to create some strain for the developer potentially. I mean, they've already announced a release schedule here for the month. Mm -hmm. If they have to put resources into patching that, that could affect their ability to finish and polish what they want to release next. Do you think there's a possibility we'll see a delay to December? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm a little surprised we haven't heard details about episode two yet, but you know, they, I feel like they know what they're doing in terms of release schedule and marketing and all that. And yeah. Well, I think you can't give details about episode two without giving some kind of hint as to what happened in episode one. Especially because like, it, it think, sounds like two and three aren't going to be what we thought they were. Yeah. Where it's like, this is very much one continued story. Right, exactly. And so I think you, it, it, with the buzz this one has outside of the problems, you get closer and you can, you can do it a week out of like, we're giving you a whatever, a trailer or just a hey, new yeah. key art or something to that yeah. effect. Makes sense. I recommend playing it though, Jared. It, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's real good and uh, the story was awesome. Was Awesome. I, I I think that this is a must play for me. Uh, I, I in twenty nineteen. Really uh yeah. No, I've I really ought to try to get to it before game of the year stuff. Um, I just I I got this other big old game I got to finish yeah. and uh, get a little more knocked out on before mm -hmm. I do that. But it's going to be hard for me to play as many games as I normally do. Really through the end of the year mm -hmm. uh, with the online stuff coming to Red Dead and all that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. nonetheless, I don't want to miss great games and mm -hmm. great storytelling and single player. And it totally. sounds like the most Jared. It's great. DLC possible. So yeah, I'm totally. In. Uh, but the reason you haven't been playing it is you've been playing another game. Yeah, I have been playing another game. That game is called Red Dead Redemption. Red 2. Dead Redemption Two. Ooh. Let's let's get an update, Jared. Where it, you at? It's a small independent game mm -hmm. uh, produced by a, uh, a Team of understaffed studio. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's called No Man's Sky, <laughs> and it's. And, um, no, yeah, I am significantly past where I was before, and still nowhere near the end. Uh, because wow. which chapter the, are you? The way I'm approaching the oh lord, I don't remember. Okay, um, not trying to pin you. No, no, it's okay. Uh, no, the way I'm approaching the game, uh, as as I've told people, is just I'm going to play it like I'd play it, as opposed to rush to the end, yeah, and dude. that means an enormous amount of wondering and getting involved in the 70 or 80 systems. At this point, there are still collectibles I don't know about. They're, you know, it's like, oh, look, dinosaur bones. Oh, look, dream catchers. Oh, look, fish. Oh, look, and I, I'm, I'm like a dog chasing a car, but in the middle of the Indy 500. Mm. So I'm just running around from car yeah. to car to car to car, place to place. Um, I'm testing the limits of the game, trying to break things. I'm fooling around with the, the myriad cheats that are available. And I'm going back to the story which I can say uh, continues to get better. Um, the story, I think, starts very strong, but grows more compelling mm. uh, as you continue through it. It's, they are fattening you up for the kill uh, in those early parts of the game. Mm. I, I can say that. It's, it's, I'm getting close. I, you got to be careful about saying things like this, but I'm getting close to, to the point where I'm ready to say that this is the best Rockstar game I've ever wow. played. Wow. Mm. Um, mm. It's extraordinary. What would have been number one? Uh, well, my favorite Rockstar game before this was GTA Chinatown Wars on the DS. Fuck yes, it was. Uh, good call. Uh, good I pull. Love, love that game. Uh, absolutely PSP love that game. A really great systems-driven game. Mm -hmm. um, the story was fine, but the systems were actually selling the incredible. drugs. Buy the drugs. Yeah, exactly. Time, yeah, drive yeah, you back, like this game? I didn't oh know you were I reviewed it on. PSP? Yeah, it had, the drug, it had the, the drug wars minigame. It had all of Liberty City crammed into a DS and silky smooth. It had that great system where you'd wreck cock cars to get away, get your stars to disappear yeah. because that hiding wouldn't have worked on the DS. Yeah. Anyway, I love Chinatown Wars. Um, obviously, GTA, GTA V is is probably the technical masterpiece and, and the biggest sandbox. I'm a big fan of Bully. Um, I think Bully was a really remarkable game. State of Emergency. Damn, you beat me to it. There we go. <laughs> I think table tennis is rad. 
Um, <laughs> I'm not making fun of that. I actually really like table tennis. I'm not surprised. Uh, but yeah, it, it's not. But I think this one, the storytelling is just better. Mm. Uh, the writing's better. And and that's been a lot of it. The combination of the beauty, the brave and slow and deliberate pacing, which is for me exactly what I wanted. And the fact that this is the first Rockstar game I played in a long time, that even though you're playing a bad man, this game doesn't feel mean. Uh, it, it really, I was surprised by that. When you see the meanness of people, it starts hitting you harder and harder, mm. but it doesn't feel nonchalant mm. like about that cruelty. Avril Lavigne. And, uh, Why was she so mean to that man? I don't yeah. get it. Uh, it. To jump off, this is something I meant to bring up in my Fallout 76 thing, but didn't. Yeah. This is a good comparison to why with Fallout, I'm like, I don't know what I feel about this, is that uh, Monster Hunter and Red Dead and Assassins, again, felt like leaps in different steps. And like, man, they've taken what this game was and refined it, elevated it, whatever you want to... They've taken a risk. Like, we yeah. were talking about art, right? And like, even though Red Dead 2 didn't click with me, I'm glad they did it. And I'm yeah. glad it's kicking, click, clicking with so many people. That's the thing with Fallout, that it is like... The, your new stuff is so new, I need to wrap my head around it. And I'm not even sure if that's going to make the game feel different than what fallout usually is mm. that's what i you know driving at. yeah i think i think it's probably going to be many hours in before you know if this if the base building systemic cooperative yeah. stuff yeah, is yeah, yeah. going to pull you the first time you launch a nuke at somebody is probably going to you know big change moment. whether or not you, you enjoy the game but yeah tim in summary um i think it's a must play i, th I think it is uh obviously for me in game of the year contention to say the least i think it could turn out to be uh, alongside a couple of other games, generation defining. Um, I don't think we go back from this one. And I think that it's proved something already. I mean, you've seen the sales figures, right? That that, have, that are already out. It's the things uh, almost certainly past 10 million copies sold already, far, probably far beyond. It is the biggest entertainment sales weekend in, in history. Crazy. Um, and that means that you can take risks at a AAA level and succeed and that's a very good lesson for this industry to learn mm -hmm. so i'm real happy about that yeah man real big kev dog stuff. you've been playing a ton of uh red dead redemption and i feel like you are up one day about it down one day about it all over the where are we it's, at with it's red real dead? tricky i i enjoy the storyline a lot yeah i really do but i also have a problem with uh just how long everything takes to to get to uh, I just feel like the overall, like, playing the game can be really frustrating and not as fun as I want it to be. So, like, I'll do a mission and it leaves you somewhere and then you have to ride back. And what do you got against horses, Kevin? And they just, they're dumb horses. <laughs> I feel like in nature, horses will see a tree and be like, I'm not going to hit that. But in the game, if you're, like, trying to shoot someone... And the horse is not like the horse is just going in the direction you're going, so it smashes into trees. If you're going at a full gallop on a panicking horse, it will run into a tree. I mean, that that that's kind of what happens. I that's mean, how maybe people get killed but by horses. Neither of us know for sure. Is all I'm saying. It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah, great point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the the story is phenomenal. It really does have a story that like uh, I find super captivating. The, the the moving around, it just the acting is exceptional but uh am i gonna keep playing i don't know I, I put probably a good 30 hours into it so far and uh i want to keep opening the map because i i am enjoying it but it is very much back and forth whether i love it or hate it 
So you so, described it on Games see. Daily the other day yeah. as a scab. You can't stop. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you callus, said this callus. on Gamescast. You're like, it's like, yeah, you're it's, you're figuring out. It's a callus thing. next to your thumb where you just gotta keep scratching at it, and it's like it doesn't feel good, but I also don't want to stop because it's there, you know. Yeah. So, but when you add on everything you just said about the story, I feel like that changes it. It's not just a callus. There's like that you're getting something out of it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more, it's so more, it's it, really quick. It's just. It is very, the pacing is weird because everything takes so long to get to. And I don't know how the mechanics work 100% or not. If, because I had a thing where there were like two missions and I chose to do one and they were both like flashing yellow. And then the second mission kind of moved forward without me. And I met up with uh, with someone and they were like, oh, well, we just did that. So <laughs> just do the next thing. Meet me up in this place. And it's That's like, cool. oh, all right, well. I mean, it's cool, but I also I wanted to do it. The like, world does not center on you in this game, though. But and it that, does. And some people, it does. Someone you know else is I mean? the main character, the main playable I'm, character. I'm the main character. No, it's me. Dush is clearly the main character. No, I mean you're right about the fact that if you don't like riding your horse from place to place and encountering things along the way, you're probably not going to like Red Dead Two because that is a they tripled down on that. That's why they built all the horse stuff in. That's why the ridiculous levels of of horse rendering and horse tailoring and horse Balls. main maintenance yeah. exist. I, yeah, it's, my, my biggest issue with it is uh, like the controls are also so challenging that I often find even after 30 hours, I'm putting in the wrong commands and like I'll pull my gun out when I'm trying to talk to someone and it's like, oh no, now I've started something I didn't want to. How are you? You have to hit all one to pull your gun out. Yeah, I know, but isn't L2 to talk? Like yeah. the, the talking options? Yeah. Those buttons right next to him, I don't know if you know this, I these fat old fingers, they get everywhere. Get they good. Get, everywhere. get good, get Kevin. You know, I was I I, I was talking with uh, Kat Bailey the other night uh, doing Red Dead and she was talking about the fact that there is kind of a like that this game could almost be Barbie horse simulator. Uh, like the the degree of attention it gives to that whole horse thing. Oh, you have, and to, you have to sit there and you have to comb it. You can like, co yeah. But not just that, if you take it to the stable, you can trim it and like do Braid its mane like a tear and, you know, and outfit do. it and deck it out and buy stirrups, whatever else you do. Kevin and I were talking about this yeah. earlier. Buy stirrups. Good Lord, do that as quickly as possible. But I, they were like, yeah, you're going to, I mean, you go to your status screen and it's you and your horse, like, and the horse is the bigger part of the display than you. They really want you to commit to that part of it. So if you hate horses, you're going to, you're not going to like this game. Uh, Don't yeah. hate not horses, make that clear. Yeah, I do. You love Phobos? I love Phobos so much. I can understand people not liking Red Dead 2. I just don't want to know them or be near them. Mm, mm. Mm, I get that. Jared, you're also playing a different, do you have something else to say about Red Dead, no, Craig? Uh -huh. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, You've also been playing, playing Castlevania Requiem. I have been playing oh, Castlevania Requiem. Requiem. What a fun word, Requiem. Requiem for Requiem. a dream. Requiem for a vampire. Oh Wait, that's a, that's a, what's that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I missed it. Missed it there. No, and I was, uh, Kevin, or, uh, Greg was playing uh, 76 in the back room a little while ago. So Tim and I have never talked Castlevania before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Tim, are you into Castlevania? And Tim says. Yeah, I mean, I'm into Castlevania. The, I, I've played a lot of many of them, and I am a big fan. Symphony Night is the is the one, though. It's yeah. like you know the NES ones were always way too hard for me. The Super Nintendo one never clicked for me. It felt like the pixels were were too big. What, Greg? I love him to death, but Kevin is among the worst producers in the history of the world. <laughs> we get it. it was a conversation starts, and you hear him pour the twang into the bag of Cheetos, shake the Cheetos, <laughs> and then start eating the Cheetos. <laughs> 
<laughs> Salacious crumb over there. It's beautiful. Well, yeah, I was telling you earlier that uh, like the Castlevania series, um, especially in its Metroidvania um, kind of uh, iterations, which, which by the way, actually, I guess I've played a lot of Castlevania games when you look at the GBA ones okay. uh, as well. I just, for some reason, don't think of those. So, yeah, you have played a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the one that I have never played is Rondo of Blood. And okay. I remember growing up reading Electronic Gaming Monthly and seeing like top games of all time lists and always reading about Rondo of Blood and uh, the thing that was most interesting to me was it wasn't America and you, you couldn't play it. I was right. always like, "Haunch, that that sucks." And now it's been released in a couple different ways. Castlevania Chronicles. Uh, it, it was released on the PSP. It was available on Wii Virtual Console. It's it, it's come out a couple of times now. Yeah, um, but I still I never played it. And then now now that Richter's in Smash, it's like he's his time to shine. Yeah, and so here he is in Requiem. So you've got two games here: Symphony of the Night and Requiem. Let's talk about each of them. Let's, let's start with or Symphony of the Night and Rondo. Let's start with Symphony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, Great this, game. You, okay, you you a Symphony guy? I am I am in the way that I understand it's great. I've played through it and beaten it before, and I enjoy it. I, it's not, I'm not like, I have it downloaded, and I'm like, when is the last time I played this? And I was trying to figure this out. I want to say PS1 Classic on PSP. Okay. You know what I mean? That wasn't that too long a, ago, though. That feels like a that's lifetime. A if time. I'm at IG at the old <laughs> desk, at Juan Castro's old desk, I feel like that was forever ago. Um yeah, it's 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 one of those games that I want to say I forced myself through, but it was like I know this is an important game. Played through and it was like, yeah, okay, okay. I get it, I get and, it. And you played the inverted castle. I mean, you you played all started and never did it. Oh god, it's one that, of those things. That's the best part of the game. Yeah. Okay, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's too bad. But it's yeah, it's it. What I liked about Symphony of the Night was it didn't correct right. It was more in vain with a, the kind of game I'd want to play. Whereas mm-hmm. like an NES castle, I mean, I always felt so heavy. Right, and I felt like my reach was so short. Yeah. Whereas Symphony Night always, fe- when you play it, feels more action oriented. Right? It's a power fantasy. There's yeah. so much yeah. you can do, and and they and they do that brilliant thing at the beginning, or well, they do two brilliant things at the beginning. First, they start Symphony begins with the last scene of Rondo, yeah, like with you oh, controlling really? the of last Rondo. battle of Rondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, it's the I, I didn't realize fight. that that was the Rondo fight. That's though. the Rondo fight, and they make you more powerful mm. so that you win. Like they make sure you win. Maria runs in and heals Fucking you and cool. all that. Okay. But that's the last scene of Rondo that you're playing at the beginning of Symphony. It's rad. Yeah, it's really cool. And then you're a la carte and you have every weapon and every ability and you kill everything and then they take all your stuff mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you get that classic power. Move. Yeah, classic move. But even then, like, like, there's so many systems going on, like 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 Red Dead Two levels of systems are going on in Symphony. You have magic spells you can cast from the very first of the game, but they're all secret button combinations. If you happen to know them or look them up on the internet or pay the guy in the castle to teach them to you, you can use them from the very first scene to make the game easier. And they're all like like Street Fighter moves. They'll let you do homing missiles and teleports and all kinds of weird stuff or drink blood from people. And then there's things like what you do in that first fight in Rondo will grant you RPG stats for Alucard in the later part of the game. Like, depending on how fast you win or how many hits you take, or there's all this ridiculous depth going on or using certain items in conjunction. Stuff you will never, ever, ever find on your own. It's just there because it's awesome and it gives it a lot of replayability. Well, hey, how do rods work? Why do all these weapons suck? Oh, because when you combine them with another weapon, suddenly they're awesome, if you know the secret button combination. And I love that part of it, but also even if you leave all that aside, it's still, the best Metroidvania game. Mm. Uh, it, it just is. It's extraordinary. It's it's, it's uh, probably, I think it's my second favorite game of all time after Pirates. Wow. Um, I love Symphony. And then Rondo, uh, which you said you haven't played. Mm. Greg, have you ever played I Rondo? I never played Rondo. Okay. Because no. again, I was late adopter to this. And as we're talking about it, I'm like, did I beat it on PSP? Doesn't matter. It's okay, regardless of the story. But I remember Rope making me play. Okay, so <laughs> Rondo is is from a different era. Rondo is, is, it was on what we know as the TurboGrafx-16. 
which in Japan was a very popular console. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually did huge there, uh, really, really well. Really, Turbo Graphics did well. Actually? Oh, it was. It, was, it blew the uh, Genesis out of the water in Japan. It was a legitimate contender huh. with the NES in no, Japan. Wow. For I a did while. not know that. Yeah, it came out much earlier there than it did here. Like it was, an, it was out in like '87 there. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so they got it way ahead. It had a, they had CD-ROM games in '88 in Japan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they were way ahead of us. So that, As they often are. Yeah, and um, and that's and they got way more games over there, so including this one, and a lot of those games were really good that never came over. Import chauvinism is a thing where it it was over in Japan, so it must be better. We read about it in the magazines, yeah. especially when we were kids when uh-huh. you didn't get a lot of games. But this one is, in fact, a standout Castlevania. Um, it's not like Symphony where it's a Metroidvania. It's not about exploring, but it does have multiple paths through every level and huge parts of the games that you won't see on your first playthrough mm-hmm. because you have to decide which ways to go and who to fight and all that. Also, it has multiple characters. So if you play as Maria, she's effectively easy mode, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to rescue her during the game to, to unlock her and make that possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is also very cool. And then you play with her and she controls entirely differently. Richter's all stiff and slow. Like you were talking about, Greg, yep. in the old game. That was you, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. The, the, the thing that turned me off to games like Mega Man and Castlevania growing yeah. up. Yeah, he is stiff and slow. He just is. Maria is fast and very much like Alucard and powerful. So if you don't like playing as Richter, try it as Maria. You may have a lot more fun okay. there. Uh, because it is, at the beginning of the game, you'll be like, this is pretty and it looks kind of good for a 16-bit game. And But I don't get it. Give it to about the second stage. Okay. And when the back of the level behind you bursts and suddenly this giant rhino monster chasing you and destroying the level behind you and this beautiful wonderful set piece and you're running trying to hold on to a key so you can unlock a character without being killed by the seven things it's great mm-hmm. uh it really is i'm talking a lot here how, how is the the port though how is the ps4 version it's okay um oh. it is okay so symphony's based on a later port which means it doesn't have the really awful voice acting that which takes away does from the magic. actually take a little away from Symphony. And I, I'm He's not trying to be nostalgic. I mean, really, what the, the problem is what they replaced it with isn't all that good. It's just unnotable and uh-huh. bad, as opposed to heinously wonderfully bad. Yeah. So you missed that. Um, and then the Rondo port is is fine. Uh, they use English voice acting that I'm, well, not English. They use English subs and then a little like when the Grim Reaper speaks, he's not talking in Japanese like I'm used to. And I think I can switch that. So I'm happy about that. And that, that ought to fix things. But these are two of the best platformers of their generation. And for, what's the story with how this came about and why? Is, is it coming to Switch? Is it going anywhere else? Or was it, is uh, it just PlayStation? just PS4. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as they've announced? Or that's as far as they've announced. Okay. Well, it came out the same time as the Castlevania CV- TV series Season 2 mm-hmm. did. There's the Castle, you know. Season 3. Konami's looking renewed. for a quick buck. It's not hard to, to uh, do one of these. Um, obviously, we had um, uh, Koji Igarashi's new game was originally scheduled to come out around this time. Now it's being delayed till next year, but this may have been put in the works when they thought that Bloodstained was coming out earlier. Who knows? Um, these games are both exceptional. One is a linear, straightforward, old school platformer that's heinously difficult and absolutely beautiful. And the other is actually a relatively easy ridiculously huge and well done exploratory game. Mm. Which one do you think Greg Miller likes? Uh, uh, Sym- <laughs> Symphony. Symphony is a must play. Uh, Symphony is is one of the best video games in the history of the universe. Uh, for all the great games we remember on PlayStation from Metal Gear to Klonoa to Final Fantasy Tactics, I'll take Symphony over all of them. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. So today, this is the topic of the show time. Tots, 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 tots. Today, as of recording, was the final Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct. Right. Pre-DLC. Right. It announced DLC. It announced a lot of stuff. It, it crushed like you, though. 40 minutes. The Direct did crush me. You're, why? I don't know. Crushed my I, soul. Crushed I did, my spirits. I, I'll tell you what I said on uh, Games Daily today. Yeah. Came into work today. You guys were already gone back home sleeping. Yeah. So I came in. Well, first off, I woke up, saw Chad got announced. I was like, awesome. Congratulations, Chad. Yeah. Glad well to done. see you in the game. Uh, that's a piranha pant, plant if you're a new a new fan. Um, came into work, though. Sat down with my cup of coffee. Opened up uh, my email. There was the Nintendo press release. Here's mm-hmm. everything you got announced. And I just look at 95 bullet points for mm-hmm. things that got announced in this. And I'm reading it, sipping. I'm like, man, it sounds like great. great. I'm, they announced a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. A lot of Good cool deal. content. I'm sure, mm-hmm. Tim's super excited. And then I click over and I see the thumbnail and the subhead is just, oh, no. <laughs> and I start the video and I jump to the very end. And you're sitting there in silence. Kevin cuts to your one. You look at it. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Seriously, though. Yeah, and like, what the, did you want? They here, gave you all this cool I mean, stuff. There's so much stuff. First off, the reaction to that video at the end of that video is so genuine and real. Where I was at a loss for words of like, what the fuck we just saw. Take a step back from that. I almost called you this morning before I, I, I went home to be like, hey, I have some things that I want you to explain on Games Daily. Thank you. To kind of not. You know, to, to at least give some context and understanding. We had your concierge or whatever the hell Nick always says, uh, Kevin Coella, who, who explained your points. Good. Okay. And I appreciate that because uh, I do think it's very important uh, to, to get to the bottom of why I was disappointed because yeah. I, I don't think it's for the reasons that some people are saying if you don't, if you didn't actually watch it and if you don't actually know. Take a breath real quick. Kevin, what is it? Consigliere. Consigliere from Godfather? Yeah. Yeah. I constantly, I'll never be able to say that. Consigliere. Are you a wartime consigliere? I thought it was consigliere. No. Consigliere? I think it's consigliere. I'll derail this whole fucking show. I think it's consigliere. Wartime consigliere. Wartime, of course. You calling someone? Yeah, I'm calling Nick. We got to get to the bottom of this. I'm sorry. I understand you want to do this, but like, this isn't how he pronounces it. This is definitely not how Nick pronounces it. How do you say it? Consigliere. Consigliere? Consigliere. There's a G in there. Nick nails it because he's Italian, so we can trust him. Is it like the hotel guy? No, that's concierge. I know that one. We're talking about in The Godfather. Wonder if Nick's going to pick up. He's not going to. He's working out or working out. This is compelling television right here. Hey, you know what? Guess what? If they wanted compelling television, they'd watch Judge Judy. Instead, they're here watching us. Some kid's just driving his bus right now. He doesn't care. You've reached Nick Scarpino. I'm not available right now. Please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thanks. All right, play it, play it, Kevin. Hold on, hold on. No, please record your yeah, concierge. When you finished recording, you may hang Say up again. or press one for more options. Nick, it's Greg. We're having an argument over how to say consigliere, so please call us back and tell us how to say Destin it. Bye. Here, listen. Hit it, Kev. I mean, sometimes this is Hit right. it, Kev. Consigliere. Consigliere. No, not consigliere, consigliere. Consigliere. In different parts consigliere. of Italy, you would pronounce consigliere. the G. Yeah, play it again, play it again. One more Consigliere. time. Consigliere. See? Cool. I don't yeah. I don't have a horse in the race. I just wanted to make sure I, I, I know, but get I just the like right being right. I want to be right. Jared Petty, right about everything. Not true. Untrue. Generally wrong. Smash Brothers. Francis G33 writes in and says, Hey guys, my question is a response to Tim's Smash Brothers reaction video. I get he's super excited for the game, but him being so disappointed after this after this direct comes off as a little ungrateful. I get that there was characters he wanted that didn't get revealed, but what was the disappointment uh 
But was the disappointment not down to the fans themselves hyping it up to levels beyond expectations? Great question. I feel like dedicating sections on Games Daily to hyping up stuff like this is the reason it was so disappointing. Great jump off point, Mr. Francis G33. I am absolutely not for a second disappointed in the roster or the characters Mm -hmm. announced. Do I wish that the Grinch thing was real and that those seven characters in this game? Absolutely. It would just make it even better. I would love to have Banjo. I would love to have Mock Rider. I'd love to have Gino. All of that is true. I didn't like I was always 50-50 on the Grinch stuff. There was so much evidence that backed it up that it looked absolutely real. It was a very well thought out fake. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Has anyone take claim credit now? That no, not yet. Okay. Not yet. And, I, and I'm, I'm interested. In when that. are we gonna fake something? We gotta fake something one day. I, What's I up? tried to. We you said, fake. "Oh, it's too far." You tried to fake oh, it in a right. way that we, you had us like we're actually contacting IG in a GameSpot. Faking something on a reset air is different. We would have no, killed the game dude, with we that shit. We still yeah, we would have killed our careers. Nobody yeah. would ever work with our us again. Our careers. So good though. You chose wisely. I'm working with IG tomorrow. We chose wisely for sure. It was really funny. Um, but the thing with this is like. I every time we've done this stuff on on Games Daily when we talk about stuff, I always give the disclaimer that these are rumors, and I give the evidence there, and I give my there's there's one side of it that is just the pure hype side, and then there's the other side that is the here's the facts, here's what we're looking at. Like it's up to you whether or not you think that it's real or it's not. And I I never was leaning thinking the Grinch thing was real. I was always like it could be, and like there's not any evidence saying it's not right. this morning when we started the direct and we saw Incineroar, it's like, or when we saw Ken and it, it wasn't the same uh, picture as him in the Energy. mural, it's like, okay, cool. Grinch is fake. Like, we get it. There we go. Let's move on. It is disappointing. But again, it's only disappointing because that would have been the greatest thing of all fucking time. <laughs> you know? But I'm like, great. Incineroar, did I, do I care for another Pokemon in the game? Not necessarily. Ken, great. That's really cool. I like playing as Ryu. That's fine. This game has so many characters. There's so yeah. much going on from that we already know from a content perspective that I'm like, I'm sold. Happy about I'm chat? not disappointed at all. A piranha plant, honestly, in the old days, I'd be like, that seems like a waste of a space. We live in an era with Smash Bros. now that waste of space characters is not a thing, man. Yeah. This game could end up having 100 characters at the end of the day. Like, yeah. For the record, as somebody who's mained Link Blue Tunic mm-hmm. since N64 Smash Bros., I really want to get go with Chad. Chad will be my secondary right now. There you go. There you go. It's a weird call for sure, but like, dude, that's what makes Smash special is like it gives you the guys that you expect, but then it also gives you Game & Watch and Rob and Duck Hunt Dog and We Fit Trainer. Like, cool. Those are the characters I gravitate toward. It's just weird shit. Cool. Great. I'm not disappointed at all with the roster. Uh, What I'm disappointed with is so much that was shown in the direct. Now, there's two levels to this that I was mad about. One is they spent 40 minutes to not tell us much. It was a lot of bullet points, but the way that they went about it was so classic Nintendo in the bad way, not in the good way. Nintendo has proven that they can be fucking hype as hell. When we got the Smash Brothers Wii U final direct, there was the 50-fact extravaganza. They got the the announcer from the game to do VO for it and announce every single yeah. thing, and it had pacing, and it built. Yeah. To jump on the train real second, and I'll get off and let you keep going, I want to point it out that this was me based on reading it yeah. then seeing your reaction. I did not watch the 40-minute presentation. I'm off the train. It was a, it was a very poor presentation. It felt... Very someone poor. Someone in the, um, the chat... Was say, or maybe it was the comments was saying this felt like a Wii U era. 
Nintendo. I that get, was the I chat. Get, I saw you respond to that. I get the vibe of of like, do you remember the really bad early Octopath Traveler reveals? Yeah. <laughs> Where they would just talk about some point of minutia for yeah. 10 minutes or what felt like 10 and minutes. That's what happened here. And yeah. it was 10 minutes. It was yeah. 10 minutes of them going through the help menu. Them taking if you need a, help, you can go there and click it. If you want to change the, the screen brightness, you can do that. If you, I'm like, you don't need to tell us everything. But yeah. and you can change the screen brightness on the Switch itself and your TV separately, and it remembers. Taking a lot of time Whoa, right? to make a good game look worse. Mm-hmm. And that is the problem with this. And now here's the thing. Those type of things don't actually matter in the grand scheme of it. You guys didn't watch the Direct. You're not going to watch the Direct. I did. I watched it. I have the complaints about this stuff. You just saw the PR release or read the IGN article or heard people talk about it, you being a general you. Sure. So and, we like, all, and the general you all went no dry bones, no sale. No sale. Um, but like, I feel like the, there was a problem there where it's like, okay, so who are you speaking to with all this stuff then? And again, it's Nintendo. It's a very Japanese company like they do things very in a very japanese way and i feel like this direct was that which i think is quirky and fun when it's surrounded by like they nailed it which they've done the last couple smash directs reggie puppets but yeah. when it's surrounded by like oh, okay cool it's, it's more characters and this is fantastic but let's go into every single story mode or every single single player mode and they all sound very disappointing. And this is based off the history of the Smash franchise, of the story modes that they've had, um, which some of them have had a lot of issues. Some of them have had a few issues. Some of them are just atrocious, like the Wii U versions with the Smash Tour. The, the um, Spirits mode that they've been hyping up and leaking, like uh, talking about in the last couple, there we go, Smash. Uh, in the, the, the last Direct, it's like, there's been so much talk about what that could be. And for it to end up being, hey, we're going to take event mode, one of the best single player modes from every previous Smash game, and add it with all the dumb RPG sticker elements that made Subspace Emissary like barely tolerable in a lot of parts, and when Smash Tour and Smash World, all the stuff that like we didn't like from these other games, and we're going to put it there. Oh, and event, there is no more event mode. That ain't happening. That's not okay. Oh, hey, trophies, the things that like like were essentially achievements. And, yeah, oh, yeah, or, I remember trophies. PlayStation I remember trophies. trophies. Yeah, we, we don't have those either. No, um, like we're replacing with other collectibles, and a lot of people are like, what's the deal? Like, you're just changing one collectible for another. And this one's better because it actually has gameplay changes and stuff. We don't want the gameplay changes. Yeah. Uh, we want to play Smash. Play you don't want to play a UFO claw machine to see what kind of rarity that you can. Yeah, I know. No, we don't want no. that. My question, uh, Greg Miller, kindofunny.com. Uh, we talked about this in the morning show. No one corrected us, so I don't. Or kind of an mm-hmm. easily. No one corrected us, so I assume we're right. To unlock all the characters and worlds and shit like that in Smash, do we have to play Spirit Mode and all that weird stuff? In previous iterations, there's always been three ways to um, to get the characters. Essentially, not always, but most of the time, you either play through the story mode and you get them all. Um, you either play a certain amount of matches and then unlock everybody sure. or every character has a weird specific thing of like mm. to get Marth play as or to get Ike play as Marth three times or like gotcha. okay. things like that. And then sure. they, they just unlock. Um, but I, I just feel like a lot of the stuff they showed here, I, I'm somebody that loves Smash Brothers obviously so much and I care about the single player content and I like to hundred percent these games what they're showing me, I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to mm, play that. Like that's mm. that doesn't look fun. Sure. And it's it's kind of just like at, like focusing your core single player content 
on stuff that's not the actual gameplay. From the weird corner of Nintendo that brought you Mario Tennis single player, yeah. come yeah. spirit mode. Well, that's not, that, that's not spirit mode. That's what the uh, the the story mode looks like, the adventure mode. Yeah, I'm sorry. My and the adventure mode, honestly, yeah. a lot of it looks pretty dope. Like the, I love how Kingdom Hearts they're going with it. I love the anime theme song. I love like just the CG stuff. All of that's great. But then when they showed it, it's like, why? Why is the world map? Why does it look like it was made in like someone pretty talented in Microsoft Paint? Like, why is there just this two D thing that characters are moving around and like it seems super gimmicky? And I, I'm gonna read someone else's question. <laughs> um. This is what watching it's a, a painful stroke happen day. in front of your eyes. It painful is like. day. It is. Yeah. Shredberg writes in and says, I was watching a reaction to the Smash reveal, and I understand some of the criticism behind it, but something rubbed me the wrong way. Can we stop saying nobody wants this to, mm. to content that only the reactor didn't want? Personally, I think Spirits looks like a neat type of event mode. World of Light looks fantastic, and I'm stoked for Incineroar. It's one of the more worrying trends I'm seeing as it shows a lack of understanding of the entire group's of entire groups of people's thoughts and instead assumes a small subsection of a fan base speaks for us all. That is all very fair. It is obviously an exaggeration when I'm saying nobody wants this. Um, and to your credit, Shredberg, I shouldn't say things like that. I should be better about articulating exactly what I'm trying to say. I really thought your response to Shredberg was going to be, nobody wants to hear you right now. No, not, not him. <laughs> but, but on the other hand, fuck you, Shredberg. No, no, he, he raises valid. My argument is, uh, who wants this? Like really, like who is this for? Because I know, like I, I am a hardcore Smash player, and I love the single player of Smash, and I've done all this stuff before. And to uh, you asked me in the pre-show, I forgot exactly what you asked me, but it's like people have been bringing it up. Like you don't know, you haven't played it yet. I have though. Well, I didn't say that. I huh? I didn't say that. No, but you asked another question that like okay, okay. That implied that like maybe it's gonna be fine, or like it will I will I eat crow if it turns oh, out yeah, being good? Yeah, you love that thing. You yeah. Mean. The thing is, it won't. I, the elements that we're oh, seeing yeah, you, that they're doubling that down I, on, I already know I don't like. Now that I'm hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, you have very uh, specific thoughts based on things that have happened before. Okay, I see what's happening. It's like in some Greg space, Miller reads the bullet point, he's like, and I'm like, I might cool. want to do that. I like collecting things and leveling them up. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like, like Subspace Emissary um, was the adventure mode in Smash Brothers Brawl. It was the story mode, it was right. the thing that you go through. It lasted about, I don't know, 10 hours or something. A bunch of. Amazing cinematics to make a. I remember that people came together yeah. and met for the first time. Yeah, and stuff like to that. make a weird ass story that was just fun. It was goofy. Bound was, together by mediocre platforming. Totally, and that's the thing: that mediocre platforming that didn't feature any of the iconic locales or enemies of this storied company, right? And on top of that, they added stickers where you collected trophies like melee, but then you also collected stickers that gave you like RPG esque upgrades, where it's like. If you got if you put this collect the sticker and then use it, then you get plus two to electric defense. You get another one, your smash attack goes up a little bit, or your HP like your knockback changes. So you're you're changing how the character plays as you go through this thing. And it wasn't fun. It's weird and gimmicky. It's like when we play Smash Bros and you go into the menu and change the change it to lightning mode or giant mode or whatever. It's like cool, this is a fun novelty thing, but like you're telling me this is how you want us to play the main campaign of this game? Like, that's the whole point? It's very, it's, it's bizarre, and it led to, like, all right, I, by the end of the game, your character doesn't control, like, your character. Mm-hmm. You get Something from the design totally, doc totally. that made it too far down the line. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, for this game to be so well thought out and so much energy and love and care and detail being put into so many animations and so many things, and then to all of this, I look at it, I'm just like, this is just, it's a waste 
of creativity. It's a waste of development time. And at the end of the day, it's going to be a disservice to the game because this stuff is going to make the review score go down. There is no chance. When you brought this argument up earlier, that's when I kind of understood more where yeah. you're coming from. Of like, yeah, they've taken a game that's great, has all this shit, is amazing, to, and then they're giving it a mediocre story mode, a mediocre thing, but similar to Mario Tennis, yeah. where it was like, oh, wow, this I really like the gameplay moment to moment, but I hate the story mode. And, it, yeah. and that's scary because it's just like, you know, uh, a very valid piece of feedback is if you don't like it, don't play it. Cool, I totally get that. But it's like, I want 100% this game, and so much of it is so cared for. And then there's this stuff that, like, I, I, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm seeing the future. People are going to be writing the reviews of this and being like, yeah, I mean, the game obviously is amazing. This stuff, though, it's like, eh, it was unnecessary and convoluted and complicated as all hell. You ever watch the uh, director's cut of Aliens? I didn't. It's, you ever watch the director's cut of Aliens? No. You watched Aliens, right? One, yes. Yeah, okay, one of the great greatest action movies of all time. The director's cut adds several minutes to Aliens and makes it a much worse movie. Mm -hmm. um, you recognize the sequences. You understand why somebody thought they might be a good idea. And you totally understand why they were cut out. Because their addition to the product overall makes it a less good product. Yeah. That's what it sounds like you've got here. It's an opposite of a Batman v Superman situation. <laughs> well, we're... we're, we're, we're well, they added yeah. 30 minutes. It was fucking way better. Everybody's like, you know what? This movie should have had an Oscar. And I agree. Everybody said that. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what we we're all wanted. Yeah. Uh, looking back at the other Smash Brothers, I obviously have so so much criticism and very specific things about all of them in, in different ways. And I just hate that a lot of that is rearing its ugly head for this game that so far has looked perfect. Right, yeah. Me. It's been everything you've wanted. Yeah. Everything they've said or done up until this point is you've been like, I can't believe you're nailing this. This is the ultimate. Yeah, and, and when uh, they... Even the, the pacing of the direct was so weird, where it's like, cool, we're going to open, start showing new characters, say that those are the final characters. The final characters. Then keep going and be like, oh, there's DLC. But then at the end, we are like, oh, but there's also this bonus character. He's not DLC, but he's also not a base fighter. It's like, the messaging is just all over the place yeah. with this. And it's like, whatever. But my point is, why? Why did we just spend 40 minutes having a weirdly paced, weird messages going through the minutiae of all the menus and details for stuff that like people could just see for the first time and be like, okay, this is a thing in this game, fine. Sure. And then that's what you guys want. No. You are Smash players and you're nerdy and you love all this nerdy stuff. You but, loved it every night when they he would give you a bedtime story uh -huh. that told you what amazing things were happening and sometimes they were characters, sometimes <laughs> they were just, hey, here's how you use a help menu. And that's true and those were always the most frustrating nights, but that's sure. just, that was a daily thing that's happening. This is a appointment viewing 40 minute yeah. thing where like, you know, people knew like they made this and they understood that people were going to wake up at 7 a.m. to watch this. Let's know? say this thing happened at 10 a.m. and you'd have to get up that early. Would you be as mad? Yeah, no, totally. I understand how upset you are. I'm, I'm trying to give you some I, levity just, on your it, dark day. Yeah. And, and again, the greatest it's like this game, game of all time for this you. This game's still going to be freaking amazing. It's just and again, they spent so long time about spirits mode. And I'm like, this is literally just making a old great mode worse mm -hmm. with taking event mode and turning it into this other fucking thing. But then they end the whole thing with, oh, but actually there also is a story mode. Like, it's not the main yeah. thing on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> that's spirits mode. But if you go into games and more and click in and then eventually there's an adventure mode that's uh, the world of light. And um, it's, you know what, it's not, don't think it's subspace emissary because it's not. Uh, and these are quotes. I know. I, I it's, thought. It's. It's less story and more fun. And nope. then they start showing yeah. it, and I'm like, where's the fun? Yeah. No! And, like, to be less dramatic here, the story mode I'm super excited for. Like, mm -hmm. the, the, cin the cinematic they showed, 
having the song, I'm like, this is goofy in the best way. Yeah. I love it. If they had that and it was, and we've seen hints of it, we see the boss fights in it. Um, they're bringing back the, some of the bosses from Brawl's story mode. I'm like, that's cool. We already know Dracula's a boss. We know right. Rathalos from Monster Hunter's a boss. That's all super cool. And I'm like, that's going to be great in this. Um, and then I'm sure they'll have event mode type matches going through. I'm like, this is great. But then all the world map stuff and the weird puzzle solving on the world map and like getting the stickers to use the Lapras to do stuff. I'm like, this just looks gimmicky. Mm. I, I, I have no hope for it at yeah. all being as good as the rest of the game. And that's why I'm really upset about this, guys. I understand. That, that makes like sense. a legitimate grievance. Yeah, you've yeah. explained it well. You've explained it well here. George writes in oh, and God. says, the Smash Direct was disappointing to me. Do you think the leak ruined it? Personally, I was upset that they relegated Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to a Mii costume and Springman from ARMS to an assist trophy. Sakurai mentioned that they would be creating additional characters from scratch, so I'm not sure why they couldn't just wait to make Rex a character later on. I feel like Smash is the type of franchise that needs to rep its exclusive franchises properly. At this point, I even think Sony did a better job with PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. LOL. I'm just kidding. Anyway, I, I just threw up in my mouth yeah. a little. <laughs> love all that you guys do. I'll take this one. So I understand you're upset about Rex and whoever the other fucking guy was who's also a Springman from, that's his name, of course, from ARMS. We all love Springman. Mm -hmm. The real travesties wears dry bones. Mm -hmm. What does this man have to do? More Mario Not reps. to mention, yeah. not to mention, all right, you have the ability to have shadow characters, whatever the fuck you call them. Echo. Echoes. Thank you very much. Where's Koopa Trooper? Put Koopa Trooper in there, and then you, you get two for one. Get Dry Bones as the alt skin. It's easy. This shit writes itself and prints money. Mm -hmm. But instead, guess what? Rex has a costume in Spring Man from the hit arms when we had nothing else to play there. Fuck everybody. So um, I don't fully agree with this because I do think that just because we haven't seen it in the past doesn't mean we won't see it in the future. Yeah. We know we're getting five more characters, and just because they are cis trophies or have this or that doesn't mean that they're not going to be one of the five. However... I don't think they're going to be Probably. one of the five. Yeah. And that was another weird thing for this direct where I'm like, they're just riding off characters left and right. They're like, guess what? We're getting into assist trophies. And they start showing them like, oh, there's Shadow. Oh, there's Isaac from Golden Sun. Like, not only was the Grinch thing fake, it ain't happening. Yeah. Like, those characters are not going to be playable in this game. And for them to then later go, go all the way through the trouble of being like, and Rex... It's too late to get him in the game. Um, he's a costume, so use your imagination. I hope that's good enough. Like, that's paraphrasing, but they literally said that. And I'm like, this is just such fucking bizarre messaging. Um, and then, like, seeing Gino as a thing, it's just like, I don't know, man. There's just so many weird fucking calls. Having Bomberman be a, a cis trophy, I mean, he's not playable. <laughs> going to be okay. It, it's going to be more than okay. It's going to be great. Yeah, so and, you, you have to understand 99% of those the people who pick up this game, myself included, are just going to be like, oh, cool, there's Bomberman. All right, playing games. Like, yeah. I, like I don't even, I'm never going to think about I, it. I'm getting sick upon. Bug. He's there. Oh, yeah, he's all over. I'm getting sick upon as an assist trophy. I can live with it, but yeah. Bomberman would have been a dope, been dope cool. fighter. And, and, and I'm Bomberman. using him as a, is a weird example, but Isaac is legit. Yeah. Right. I agree. Shadow Isaac is from legit. Dead Space should have had and Shadow should have been a Sonic Echo character. And everyone in America, I hate Banjo-Kazooie, and I want him in Smash Brothers. Yeah. I think it'd be fantastic. This I think he's going to happen. Out of it. I, I really SDLC, think I think that makes yep. sense. Yeah. 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 Do you still think that there'll be, like, a chance? Like, where where do you think right now with the five DLC characters? Where's your head at? They they said that they haven't been started being developed yet. Okay. I don't believe that no, at all. Of course not. Um, And there's a lot of weird signs because... Because they're talking so about they, February 2020, February right? 2020, yeah. by then, all five characters will be out. Um, the 
Piranha Plant does not count as one of those five. Right. So yeah. that is a six. That's like a that's a additive pre order slash you can buy it later. You can buy it later, they said. It's like yeah. A, um but he they they said that he is not gonna be ready for launch and it might take a couple months for him to come out. Yeah. If they're already working, they have him working enough that he can be in a trailer, they need a couple months to make this character work in this game. They must be working on the DLC already. Oh, they I, I'm get sure they got their done. list. They've got their short list. They've got the art. They've got their moves. They've got their concept stuff. They're fooling around with it. But but they're also probably cramming to finish this game. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they may when they say they're not working on it, they may mean we don't have him inserted into the main code right now. He's off in our weird matrix holding area fighting a giant plant. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know. But again, to go back to all of the, the feedback here, I appreciate you guys like being there. But please... I hope you've listened to everything I just said, where it's just like I, I there is real criticism here and it has nothing to do with being a baby and being mad that more characters aren't in the game. I got one more question for you, if you don't mind about mm-hmm. this. Uh, what about the Amiibo stuff for you? Did you care? I, I'm not an Amiibo guy okay. um, on purpose where I'm just like that would just take way too much space and yeah. money. Uh, so, Gio would love it. It's yeah. a great decoration item. <laughs> it's a decoration item. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I only have a couple of them, but I wondered if any of the ones that came out were announced for today spoke to you at all. Or no, okay. um, I am extremely excited for a bunch of goofy cinematics though in the in the story mode, and I, that was my favorite thing about Subspace Emissary because even though the game there was not that great and not that fun, the cinematics made it super worth it because they yeah. were so weird. And the one that we got today proves that the weirdness is going to continue. Um, Jared, it's time for mobile game or bullshit. Stop eating your fucking Cheetos back there, huh? Play the goddamn song. Hit wow. the fucking play button. It's so easy, Kevin. Man. You just sit back there, legs up, munching on these fucking Cheetos. You don't hit the goddamn button. It's no game or bullshit. It's no game or bullshit. Jared's gonna read some stuff and we'll figure you out if it's over me. Ladies and gentlemen, today's mobile game or bullshit is mobile game or grunge band. We haven't done a musical category in a while. So mobile game or grunge band seven today. I went last week with uh, VR and didn't do descriptions Mm -hmm. because I feel like the descriptions have almost been making it too easy lately. I like that. I like it when there's no description. There's no description today. Yeah. Okay. Okay, So we're just going straight. No description today. All right. As the reigning champion of mobile game or bullshit, I like whatever you like, Jared. Just make it happen. All right. Who lost last week? I believe that was Tim. Tim's never beaten me, never will. All right, so that means, <laughs> Tim, you did win a game once. I did. Oh, he's he's <laughs> won the game before I yeah. wasn't here. Yeah. He's never beaten me. Just as you've never beaten was. Nick. Right? Damn. Okay. Wow. 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 Right. Just check. Wow. It's true, because Nick's the champ. All right, here we go. Tim, you're first. Since, uh, Let's do it. All right, here we go. Mobile Gamer Grunge Band, number one, Carjack Streets. Grunge Band. Grunge Band. Greg Miller. I'm going to say that's a mobile game. Mobile game. Number two, Greg Miller, Screaming Trees. Oh, fuck. I'm going to say that's a Grunge Band. Grunge Band. Grunge Band. Grunge Band. Number three, Castle of Magic. Fuck. (laughs) Mobile game. Grunge Band. Grunge Band. I'm going to say that is a mobile game. Mobile game. Number four, Girl Trouble. Ooh. Do we have a daily double in this? Nope, no daily double. Fuck me running. <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you, Jared. It's a good one. Oh my god, it's so 50 50. It could go either way. I'm going to say mobile game. Mobile game. I'm also saying mobile game. Mobile game. 
Number one, two, three, four, five. 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 Uh, num- Townsman five. <laughs> Grunge band. Grunge band. Grunge band. Grunge band. Number six. Can I ask a question about that one? We already made the answers, but is yeah. the five written out or is it the number? It Ooh. is the number five. Ooh. Do I change it? No. Okay. Rules of the rules. Yeah, the rules of the rules. Once it's written, yeah. it's written. All right. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like chess where you take your finger off the piece. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, number six, Greg Miller. Yeah. Mad season. Mad season. Two words. Two words. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, <laughs> Mad Season is either a mobile game or a grunge band. I fucking got I'm you. I'm gonna say grunge band. All right, me too. There you go. And, and finally, Chuck Norris, Bring the Pain. Game, mobile game, mobile game. That is a mobile game. That is a mobile grunge game. Band. No, Chuck Norris wasn't as big a deal back then. Right. Grunge is still a thing now, dude. If grunge is still a thing right now, and you were playing a grunge band, fucking stop. That's the long and short of it. That's the end of it? Stop. Take off your flannel, cut your hair, get a job, contribute to the economy. We could fix this place if you weren't out there singing about Chuck Norris. Number one, Carjack Streets. Totally a 2008 mobile game. Greg Miller on the board with one. Grand Theft Auto clone, Carjack Streets. Wow. They're just, fuck it. Number two, Screaming Trees. Grunge Band. Tim Gettys gets on the board, but it's Hell still 2-1, yeah. Greg two Miller. 2-1, Greg Miller. Boo. Number three, Castle of Magic. Mobile game. Greg Miller, killing it. Perfect game on the, oh. pl- on the plate? Who knows? What's we'll see. What's the score right now? Right now it is 3-1, three three to one, Greg three Miller. 3-1, Tim Gettys behind? Who'd have imagined? Hate Number it. four, Girl Trouble. Oh, Fox now. Girl Trouble? Grunge Band. Gah! We all said mobile game. We all lose. All right. So but still 3-1, right? Yeah. Townsman 5? Mobile game. Fuck, we all say grunge See, band. It was because yeah. of the five. Mobile game. Had I known that. By the way, all three of those uh, off this are, were released in 2008 so far, the uh, the three uh, mobile games I've read so far. Wow. They're all very old ones and stolen out of the I same I appreciate article. that. You did a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, no, I just looked up one article about no, mobile fine. games okay. in 2008. Fair. Uh, number six, Mad Season. Grunge band. Hey, good job, Tim. You got a point. So did Yay. I, but no big deal. What's the score overall? Right now it's 4-2. Me. There's no way he can catch up. Tim is dead. Bury him. (laughs) Bring me a real challenger. I want Nick Scarpino again, ladies and gentlemen. Number seven, Chuck Norris, Bring the Pain, is indeed a mobile game. I thought that one might be a throw off, but you guys were on top. Five to three. You got it. Greg Miller wins, and he wants Nick Scarpino. And I'll tell you what, Jared, here's what I want you to do. Yes, sir. All right? Saturday. Clear your fucking schedule. Come do Extra Life, and in the party mode evening, yeah. prepare me a mobile gamer bullshit. How epic do you want this to be? It, for the record, I almost got an erection when you said that. Because <laughs> that was awesome. Damn. How epic do I want this <laughs> oh to be? Oh, my God. I mean, in terms I of... I don't like how you said that, man. Oh, I'm fucking like the throbbing. Fact, the fact that, oh, my God. That, too. That, too, is bad. And it's veiny, Tim. It's veiny. No. Oh. All right. We got to... Let's talk, we'll talk offline, because right. I need to know what Epic means. But I want Nick, but I already have another game going, so we need to figure out a group. I want it to be Epic, okay. and I want you to wear a suit. A suit? That I don't seems know if like I, asking a lot. I might. I can get my suit to the cleaner. How about this, I Kevin? How about Saturday? I ask you to play the fucking music? It's no game or bullshit. It's no game or bullshit. 
I don't think my suit fits anymore. Now, what I want to say is that Kevin nailed it. Kevin punched into my one. I wrote right there on these notes that are up on Patreon. Kevin is the best. Because we were playing a character right there, Kev, but you're killing it. I love you, big guy. I know you're tired and your hair's big and you're gro- gross. <laughs> hair's big. <laughs> you're gross because you haven't showered. You got showered. that big hair? <laughs> True, he does got that big hair. This is a fun episode, guys. Yeah, a good time. I'm, I'm happy. I'm Here's happy. Here's what I'd like to ask good. you. When's the t- last time we had an episode of the show that wasn't fun? Been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Yeah, without right. a dope beat to step to. I feel like we're true. only six episodes away from the epic episode, episode 200. We've been talking a lot of big plans about that live yeah. event. Probably call it Kind of Funny Live 4. Do a lot of stuff with it. No, I, uh, I made that up. Sorry. It's, it's going to be the 100th episode anniversary of our classic Kind of Funny Games cast episode 100. Where we just did the most kind of funny thing of all fucking time. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember anything. forget about it? No, 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 no. We knew it was happening. We just didn't plan it. But we decided we're going to do the kind of funny top 100 games of all time. Oh, that's awful. I remember this. And uh, and we're like, we're going to fuck it. We had a spreadsheet up and we just started like talking and we just kept talking and we just kept adding games. And we our final list, I think, was somewhere around like 460 or something. (laughs) And we just ended the episode. And we're like, oh, we're gonna come back to it. Now we're gonna kind of funny. We're gonna come back to it. Kind of funny two hundred. No. Can we pull that list out? <laughs> I still have the list. I think. Do not do that. We can f- come up with a better idea. Please, yeah, no, no, we no, got no, six no, weeks to do that, something. Like that was that was. It was fine, but God, it was dumb. Just so you know, we're not coming up with any more ideas. We're just going to sit here and be like, ah, oh, it's 200. Hey, Reddit, because I look at Reddit. Come up with ideas for Kind of Funny Games cast episode 200. What is 200? fucking loaded, you know? That's, That's every episode, Kevin. It'll be, it'll be right before Christmas, right? That'll be probably the last episode before Christmas. Oh, man. Or I'll the, look into it. Or the first after. I'm not sure which. Yeah, we're probably not going to do anything. The real question is, because you know... Jared Petty was on Kind of Funny Games Daily today. Yes, he we was. talked about Smash, right? Uh-huh. How we both love Smash, but we're not great at mm-hmm. it. Really. Even mm-hmm. though Kevin ranked me really high in the Kind of Funny rankings, I'm which I appreciate. The, the, you not are, higher than you. Not no, higher no, no. Than you. I mean, you're high. I, I he said say. I was better than Nick, which no. I think. I think I. I think Nick is a psychological thing. On my best day, I think I can challenge Nick, but yeah, it's also because we, we play it once every nine months. Yeah. When no, it gets down no, to daily no. competition, it, within the first half week, I'll be better than Nick, guaranteed. I don't think you will. Guaranteed? Okay. I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. I, don't, I, I like that. Nick's good. Like, the, Nick I, has no, 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 no. This is not me knocking Wait, Nick. Real, Kevin really knocked him Real quick. I think that Nick is good against Tim. That, and it's mostly it's mostly because he gets in Tim's head. Nick and Curran are two people that they have these this psychological warfare. Curran's actually better than Tim. Curran that's, that's a fact. fucks me up because he like gets in my head. But he also is, at this point, probably the best match player I know. What? So what we all right? So I'm sorry. What we need to get down to business on right mm-hmm. is the fact that Jared was like, I'm I'm just gonna play online because nobody ever plays. And they're like, all we're gonna do here is play. Mm-hmm. A life's amazing here. It's gonna be great. Yeah, can't wait. I feel like we should at least for those final December right. episodes turn the post shows into, hey, we're just gonna, play, gonna Smash. play Smash. Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. I mean, I just want to turn oh, all the shows awesome. into us just playing Smash. Okay, I've been that. about that I'm, life for a long. I'm on board with that. Jared is totally right. It's the last uh, day that we were supposed to be working. There we go. Again, Actually, Kevin, take the fucking week off. Or I'll hit you in the head with a frying pan. That's true. We're doing two more after. You now, why did you put Kind of Funny Gamescast 202 on the 19th and Kind of Funny Gamescast 201 on the 20th? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one. I'm Ladies not, and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Gamescast. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week. Stay tuned for the post show. Um, if you do not support us on Patreon, you can watch this post show as well. Just go to patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Till then, love you. Keep it pretty. <laughs>